0: Open your eyes. Wake up, Link.
1: I'm Luke Summerhays.
2: I'm James J. Miles.
1: And I'm James the or Stewart. And you're listening to Hyrule Field Report. Jass, what did we do last week? <laughs> what did we do? It's
0: been, been a wee while since we recorded, so... so the <laughs> The depths...
1: And plateau the last time? Yeah, stuff like discussion that. Discussion on that. Jay, what are we up to this week?
2: Well, this week we're starting off with our overall goal of finding out what's going on with the Gorons, but we'll probably end up traipsing up towards the Woodland Stable on this episode and taking in a few sights along the way.
1: So yeah, heading back to Lookout Landing. We've already headed north and northwest. Let's take a little saunter northeast. Yes. Past uh, the Mabe pra- Prairie and the Romani Plains. Um, have we talked about Yamio Shrine?
2: Yeah. Yamio Shrine. I don't think so. Uh... Combat
1: training, throwing.
2: <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't. I mean, we could have, because it's probably not super interesting. But, um. Yeah. It's. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we have, for what it's worth. Mm. Um, I think I ended up doing
0: these. Like, I was over this when I started my playthrough. Like, I think it was one of like the third or fourth shrines I've ever done, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's clearly designed to general, be, right?
0: yeah. I was in this general
1: area, yeah. This one is. You
2: to throw things. Yeah, um, specifically, I mean, what is kind of useful? It does because I don't remember you can able to, you were able to do this in Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, you could just throw weapons, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Whereas in this game, right, sorry, throw items. Items.
1: Is new, yeah.
2: Um, which is what this is this is teaching you about because I don't think you can even use your normal attacks, So you're lobbing um well fire fruit in this shrine, which um. I use. You tend to. It's them and the bright blooms. I think that ended up being thrown the most by my link. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, bright blooms. I'm throwing non-stop.
2: Yep. Even it's in bright areas. Like, will walk. Can't you stop yourself. I would as well. <laughs> I would tend to use bomb arrows more than f- bomb flowers mm. just because I didn't trust myself no, to throw it farther. Yeah, oh, exactly. there was a, there was a few occasions where I was
0: like, I'm like, Am I? too close, and then I throw it in the way and decide to like,
1: take half my health. Yep, so I get it. But it's about it, bit it of is. A
2: nothing shrine otherwise, right?
1: Yeah. Well, well, it's funny, I'm looking obviously I quickly ch- typed into Google to see if there was anything interesting. And I just hit with imagine having to write a tutorial for a shrine that is already itself a tutorial what do you mean
2: that is the
1: bleak <laughs> that is the bleak seo world that we live in
2: oh i get what you mean <laughs> like as in yeah yeah oh and what annoys me about these articles as well is just they're always filled with like the first two paragraphs are just absolute nothing it, sentences it, that they yeah, def-
1: explaining what the game is, is, yeah.
2: It's just, oh, bring back game facts.
0: But
1: <laughs> well, yeah, then we can cross Boneyard Bridge.
2: well before we go cross Boneyard Bridge, um... alright, mug me off. <laughs> it's in your document, mate.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's um a very pretty looking tree. Um, a cherry blossom tree, just up on the, the kind of hill, just outside of um, Yamio Shrine, which um isn't just a, a nice little thing to look at. These actually have some functionality in-game as well. A oh,
0: little questling. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think... Is
2: it, what is that, sorry?
0: Is it a
1: part of like, a little questling?
2: No, no. Oh maybe this is new info for you then. This
1: there is there is like a um there's the one right near Lookout Landing that we kind of missed. There is like a a Goron lady who sits outside it you can talk to. Yeah, the Gerudo's like the one um, near, yeah, like, that's the probably one. Gerudo lady, yeah, sorry. And she'll introduce you to what they can do.
2: Yeah, yeah and I, remember, is... I,
1: remember, I, remember, I remember doing that,
0: and it just never really interacted much with the other cherry blossoms that I found. So, but no yeah. So the, what these things do.
2: The the functionality is there's the talk about strange cute creatures called Satori, um, which if you did the Satori Mountain Quest in um, Breath of the Wild, you may, you'll be familiar with. Um, you sometimes spot them near the the cherry trees of Hyrule, and says they're Mm -hmm. fond of fruit. So if, uh, if you give a piece of fruit and is it specific to each cherry tree or like, I've just chucked an apple in this one Mm -hmm. and it worked and it worked. So I guess it doesn't matter what type of fruit that you need to put in. Um, Mm. And, um, once that happens, the Satori appears, I believe, Luke tell us because, like, he's literally watching yeah. the scene just now. <laughs> and uh, once that happens, you get um, massive beams of light across the whole sort of zone showing you where all the caves are. So, if you yeah. are maybe not... It'll be a bit, a bit overwhelming, I think, like, certainly even for the mid to late game. But, like, once you're in the kind of end game and you're maybe trying to mop up those... Last few caved you're trying to find if you really are trying to tick off everything and get all the bubble frogs, find all the secrets. Then these guys will be lifesavers. But yeah, I like I like the the design of the sasori. They're very um very otherworldly, like kind of a spirit of sorts, right? Oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah. They've always been very like the the moment in Breath of the Wild with the whole like. The Lord of the Mountain, and you have mm. to wait till the mountain's glowing, and you go up there. That's one of those, like, very memorable, legendary mm-hmm. moments from that game.
2: Mm-hmm. Is there, um, like...
1: I mean, they, this is, I guess, less special, but also they were never going to be able to repeat that.
2: Yeah, they'd just be retreading all old ground if they did the exact same moment, right? Yeah. Which, for people that are jumping on with Tears of the Kingdom for the first time, is still cool, but Nintendo, they like to try new things, so... Um, yeah. Is the Satori and like the the whole kind of design of them? Is there any sort of analog to them and like meth or like, um, Japanese they mythology?
1: They of... or... They're a little bit like a Kirin, or this like something from a a Ghibli movie. Um, yeah. What they're actually an analog of is the late great Satoru that
2: Oh, that! Why did I never ever think of that? <laughs> That is.
1: Right, is there... Yeah. Yeah, they're one of a number of tributes to him in Breath of the Wild.
2: Wow. And it
1: was like, yeah, the first big release, really, after he passed. After
2: he passed, yeah. Mm. I, I never made that connection. Um, Wow, that makes The Lord of the Mountain Quest even more special than just being like a visual cool moment.
1: Yeah. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why that quest is so beloved
2: mm. man I don't think I even came across anybody mentioned that before until just now like I don't know how I missed that mm. that seems like that's one of the things that would have been repeated ad nauseum over Twitter maybe I just wasn't as terminally online as I am now <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: there, there are there are like multiple um, and another one is even more obvious because it like there's a guy who actually looks just like yeah Spider there's an NBC I yeah.
2: think I've, I've seen that girl 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 one number
1: yeah yeah he'll um he'll come and talk you down if he sees you standing on the edge of a bridge, which is really cute
2: yeah yeah neat moment what? but the first time I did one of these cherry blossom trees and I did it mm probably maybe after my first um dungeon, so it wasn't too long kind of in in terms of where we are in the cast as well. Um, just, oh, I was so overwhelmed. Like, what, what, there's so much beams of light, so many things to do. Did I Engage with any of this, or just ignore it. And I, I made the choice to end up just ignoring it and continuing on my quest. I think if I got too deep in the in the weeds with trying to get all the uh, the caves that I unveiled, that would have been, I would have been sidetracked for even more hours than the game took up. Mhm.
1: Well, that's always been something people say, right? The the beauty of uh, Breath of the Wild was that it doesn't give you a big old checklist of nonsense the way a lot of open world games do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, this is a way like, yeah, if you want that big checklist, here it is, but you can immediately mm. just ignore it and switch it off again. That was
0: kind of yeah, funny I suppose- when I think I remember when I activated this, like I was like, I, I was going over to that cave that you beamed up anyway, because <laughs> it's a pretty mm. obvious cave. I like the. Skull one close by, and then you could basically see the other one higher up in the hill, kind of jutting out. Mhm. Like, well, oh, marking it for me anyway. I was headed over there anyway, because I think I had the treasure map X at that point as well for the barbarian uh-huh. armor.
1: Hmm. I'm
0: like, yeah. Go and explore there anyway.
1: So Jay, you mentioned just before we started recording. Um, oh, okay. So it's it's the bridge after. Uh, Boneyard Bridge. What you were talking about. That's so. right. Yeah.
2: So there's another shrine on the kind of little inlet that you come across after the Boneyard Bridge. Um, si there's si a Papa shrine. Um, also known as Backtrack. Um which I am trying to look at just now. Okay, so this one's kind of dealing with using recall to go on a raft and kind of...
1: Yeah, go um, against the flow of the river. Go against like the that. flow of
2: the river. Um, I think this is also one of the maybe few shrines in the game that have the old classic Light to torches on fire to open a door, um, possibly the most, <laughs> I don't want to say tired, but certainly <laughs> well-used <laughs> um, p- puzzles, if you want to call it that anymore, in a Zelda game.
1: Well, yeah, when um, Super Mario 3D Land did its little tribute to Zelda, that was the puzzle it included.
2: Yeah. Uh it's like
1: no,
0: will we'll things get into... where, like, if it's in on... Game that isn't by Nintendo, like people instantly call it a Zelda like.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like it's just like so ingrained in Zelda's like, puzzle aspects.
1: Yeah, well, we'll get to Lighting Two Torches much later in this game. Um, There's a Lighting Two Torches moment where I feel like such an idiot for not spotting it earlier than I did.
2: Okay. I don't know what you're referring to, but I'm intrigued. Mmm.
1: You've almost certainly done it.
2: Probably. Is that a shrine? No. Oh, but maybe not. Who knows? Um, I remember the last puzzle taking me a little bit of time in this in this shrine, because it involves you drop an orb into one hole, then you drop the orb into the other hole, and then you just recall on the orb whilst running backwards to kind of progress. Um, which I remember taking a bit of lateral thinking for me to get around but then again maybe i come to that I came to this fairly early and would still get my head around recall but
1: yeah fair enough i don't recall
2: Way. <laughs> <laughs> but yes yeah, so if we uh, yes. cross the Helmhead bridge which is um past a little inlet we'll come across a little settlement called, um, interestingly, the Rauru Settlement Ruins, which makes me wonder, was it named after Rauru? Did he live here once upon a time?
1: Well, the Zelda games have always had places and sages called Rauru, right?
2: True, but I just feel for this game, it's obviously has. I mean, if we go into that, I mean, goodness, we spoke about like the Romani Plains and mabby village mm-hmm. and if, if if we got into every single reference for every single place name we'd be here well
1: okay that's the question was this called the Rowry plains in breath of the wilds matt
2: the Rowry settlement and breath of the Wild. yeah uh yeah that's a good <laughs> question that uh i will answer for you in just a moment I'm guess that
0: it's like not it was
2: it's in some way oh. Right, settlement ruins. Wow. So, I mean, it depends on the question—is how much, how far in advance they planned. Um, I, my slightly more cynical take is that it was just a reference at the time, but it has mm-hmm. taken on obviously a bit of new meaning. That if you want to, you know, build your own sort of head cannon, you you can do. I suppose. Yeah,
0: considering like how big like the the map is, right. like there's probably like. Ideas that Nintendo had, and they just kind of ended up on like the chopping floor, And like certain areas. No, maybe yeah. this area, like Rauru settlement ruins, was kind of something that was like further planned for Breath of the Wild, and then it just got chopped. So they kind of came back and expanded upon it for Tears of the Kingdom.
1: Nah, no, I expect it was. It's just named after the old Rauru's, yeah. and then they also named this guy after the old Rauru because there's yeah Rauru Hillside just above it.
2: Yeah. Still, I wanted to you know, bit of headcanon, Raru once lived here. That's that's my new theory. Yeah. <laughs> um but who's there? Not that,
1: Rauru. One of the subsequent Raous.
2: Um but who's there now is not Raoul, but a couple of treasure hunters who have a quest called the Treasure Hunters <laughs> for us to uh, engage with here. Um So you spoke about earlier on there, Jas, about having an X on them on the map for um, a piece of armor and I can't remember who's mm. spoken about this already on the pod but um across like the whole world you will come into people that are all searching for um misko's treasure um Stone, which yeah. obviously, which is obviously where you get the pieces of um the pieces of armor uh, by the the the, the great bandit misko um this one though is a bit simpler there's uh a chest in a kind of a, a muddy swamp and I think the idea is to either ultrahand the chest or build a, a bridge out of some wood nearby from one of, um, one of the restoration materials caches or something like that.
1: Yeah I think I had to build a little bit of a bridge to get close enough and then I used ultrahand to finish the job. If I recall correctly, that
2: sounds about right for what I did as well. I don't think I've actually done this
0: little quest.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. One more like, exactly
0: like crazy over the map, so there's probably like good portions of the map that I've like outright missed. I remember like the training camp just slightly north of it. But like this bit.
1: There's also the Rauru Hillside Cave just the other side of the little, um, the little swamp.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: Um. Which also contains some of the quicksand, so that's the sort of the tricky factor in dealing with that cave.
2: Oh, the the mud. You mean?
1: Yeah.
2: Ah, I got you. I suppose it makes sense if it's kind of bleeding. it. I mean, the whole military training camp is filled with that mud, right? Like mm-hmm. further up the hill, so I guess it's just kind of flowing down from the training camp down here. Um. I guess maybe at first. Pu- pools from the lake surrounding the Great Hyrule Forest and then gets mixed with the dirt and becomes like a swamp further down. Yep. Yeah. Um
1: we could make the the tired old joke that oh you know I ended up like messing up up I thought of, I thought Big was gonna be a bigger factor.
0: I know why I ended up missing this area now this because I came from like the north side I actually came from where we we're going to like the opposite way.
1: Right yeah yeah yeah. And
0: I uh, just kind of continued going south.
2: And um, these two treasure hunters once you finish the quest they do mention um the uh Misco's treasure, treasures so or they'll kind of point you towards more. And I'm pretty sure these guys come back later um in another quest potentially.
1: Oh, would you say these guys made it?
2: What? Would you mean? made it?
1: I'm referencing an old dumb YouTube video. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a enjoy for these yourself, here. guys made it!
2: <laughs> you've, you've lost me altogether there. <laughs> it's a
1: video that went viral a little bit, getting shared around from, like, these... It's meant to be, like, advertising, joining some WhatsApp group for, like, wannabe billionaires. And watch this video where it's like, these guys made it, with all this dramatic music and men in, like, Ferraris with babes. <laughs> Join our group and get started today. These guys made it.
2: Are you sure this was a meme or was this just for you that you found hilarious?
1: It, it was a bit of a meme, but okay. maybe not the biggest <laughs> meme. <laughs>
2: Um, but we'll find out if these but there's guys... there's at
1: least one listener who's loving that reference.
2: Okay. No. <laughs> well, you can find and your that people. That listener is you when you're editing a <laughs> <game> podcast.
1: <laughs> or oh, maybe it's Smurf.
2: <laughs> I guess we'll find out if uh, these guys made it or not. Um, probably a little bit later on. We'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out. Um, but yeah, a little further along the way is, um, a stable.
1: Hmm. Is this the woodland stable? Of course it is. Sweet. Yeah.
2: So in terms of, um, before we get into the, into the weeds of what's, uh, at the stable itself, of course there's the obligatory, um, Fast travel shrine nearby, the yep. Chew shrine.
1: Ekochu. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, also known as Rise and Fall.
1: Uh, this one I do kind of remember. Um, mostly just from the name. But yeah, a lot of lifting up blocks and then when putting them back down and using Recall to ride them and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's very well. I guess in traditional Zelda fashion, it's very much a block pushing puzzle.
2: Yeah, but it's the constraints up with, of best game. Yeah. Right? yeah.
1: But you're moving it on switches and off of switches, and then like, whilst you're like in the room, you then use Recall to move it back off the switch and like close the door and. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, I have no memory of this, so I'm guessing it wasn't that taxing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it looks like a uh, video walkthrough right now, and it looks fairly simple.
2: I guess a lot of these shrines that are, I suppose, on the quote-unquote intended path for a player to go along towards the kind of main story beats, they will still be kind of maybe introducing the player to the concept of certain powers like to recall or so on although by this point we've covered about half a dozen shrines that focus on recall and
1: we've Mm. kind of
2: uh, waxed a bit lyrical already so join us for 80 more of those shrines people (laughs) (laughs) um fortunately there is quite a bit more of a a bit more to do at the uh the woodland stable um i'd say it's probably Probably one of the more the busier stables in the game. Mm. Uh, yeah, it... I guess because
1: yeah, you sort of start a couple of various stable quests here, right?
2: That's right. Yeah. So, um, well, one of them is if you've been to um the Lucky Clover Clover Gazette, you can. Continue another sort of quest chain here, which is the Great Fairy questling.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's that's the main one I was thinking of.
2: Yeah. So it's uh, the name in your quest log is Serenade to a Great Fairy, and uh, Pen will be chatting to <laughs> the fantastically named Mastro and Violin <laughs> of the Stable Trotters. Stable Trotters that's it yeah and um they they start talking about how a blonde haired woman um caused their wagon which is called breezer which is brilliant <laughs> um to, to crash um, kind of immediately after the upheaval and their horse ran off so they need their wagon to be repaired and they need a horse um in order for them to play music for the great fairy because as we spoke about previously the great fairies. Ain't wanting to come out of their bulbs. I guess these um,
1: guys can't walk walk 20 metres up the hill.
2: Of course not. They, you know, they've got to prepare for a for a, a fantastic gig.
1: The divas. And they
2: also can't and get anyone else to prepare though
1: And also that that um wagon better have a bowl of just the blue M&Ms. <laughs>
2: had that underrider like who was the favorite i can't, favorite?
1: I can't remember one of them
2: <laughs> my manager on mariah carey so no i think it was more of like an old
1: school rocker as i recall
2: i think did a lot of the bands not put like a ridiculous request on it just to check that their more just normal the... requests are covered
1: the problem i mean that's probably the excuse they give
2: <laughs> if you were in a position of you know being famous enough to... Um... Hypothetical. Hyrule mm. Field Report takes off massively. We're on tour for Hyrule right. Field Report Live. And you're given the opportunity to give a rider to, to a theatre or, or what have you. Would you take the piss with one or two requests or would you be normal?
1: I'm trying to think what ridiculous requests I would even want to make though. My tastes are pretty... You know, I, should, I would just want like a cup of tea and some biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> just to keep
0: for simple,
2: Yeah, be yeah same, to be I, I'd probably ask for a few beers what after I the like, show. Yeah, something like yeah. that. I likes well, what I likes. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're I remember boring. like the, in the film, no airheads
0: where they make like crazy requests, like after like taking a, a radio, sh- like like. Hostage, like, and they, like, ask for, like, a cowboy boot filled with cottage cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, oh, they're like, list of crazy demands. It's a great film.
1: Realistically, our demand would be, like, yeah, you need to have um, a Switch dock set up for us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, that's that's probably more likely. <laughs> Must be easy to care to nerds.
1: Yeah. Well, or, or is it really difficult because they're very particular about like, no, this screen's not good enough.
2: <laughs> this has forty milliseconds of input delay. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And that TV you have to use... is not an OLED, so like, <laughs> what are you doing?
1: You have to use gold-plated HDMI if you want the best signal quality. <laughs>
2: Jas <laughs> throws a controller across the room. This controller doesn't support gyro controls.
0: <laughs> 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 That'd be human, man. Like if they only controllers available <laughs> or like Xbox controllers.
2: Yeah, no gyro for you. You're done. Yeah. yeah. Um, this
1: doesn't so- contain gyro, but sir, it's a Super Nintendo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's 2023.
0: Exactly, that's why you have the power glove
1: <laughs>
2: instead of like
0: a modded version.
2: So cool.
1: So, so bad. bad. Yep. Yeah. N- Neither of us could just let it stand. We had to correct. Jay, I'm getting the line wrong. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> um, so I think this we're quest... done on this
1: cave. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this quest, um, you need to Actually, have a few pony points to actually complete it because you need to have the first reward. Um, ah, the um, towing, the towing harness. harness. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Um. So you repair the the wagon with um with ultra hand, of course. You've caught a horse, I presume, or used one of your spare horses to to attach the the harness to the wagon. And once they have done that, you speak to the. To, to master the maestro and uh, violin the strings player and they'll hop in the wagon um, and then drive them off however, of th- th- yes I was about to say <laughs> but you ain't done yet because if uh, if the ride is too bumpy they ain't happy <laughs> the diva <laughs> this diva button goes up to 11 Um, did you guys Maybe not in this quest, but on any of the future ones. Did you have a a diva moment from them where they said, um, "I can't I handle these the conditions"?
1: One, there's one where I had to cross a river, and I think maybe mm-hmm. I managed to annoy them on that one. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, think that's
1: I definitely a good had them. The like way. I had like some speech bubbles coming up. Yeah, but I don't think I ever like fully had to restart.
2: I think like I started the, off
0: in the river at one point.
2: On <laughs> <laughs> this one, you just turned around. And, yeah, that's it. In the river, you go. Um, I think this one I started off like galloping full pace or as fast as the you know horse and cart will go, and they were they were like no too quick slow down. and I was just like oh, fine I'll trot I'll trot along. Yeah stable trotters yeah, I got indeed. In Man, because stable I, was, got I was making a big elaborate
0: <laughs> I was making like a big elaborate boat for like the shortest like river journey ever and like <laughs> like they wouldn't get on it like they weren't having it and like they saying it wasn't like ready and i'm like it's perfectly ready man like i just like had to adjust it for like (laughs) five more minutes and then when they got in i was like throw them in the
2: river (laughs) well right now they're the stable trotters they might end up having a bit of a character development and move on from being the stable trotters if we help them out we'll have to wait and see um Mm -hmm. but yeah we take them up to the to the great fairy um you got a really lovely little scene um where um violin will play her violin (laughs) and uh it's a nice bit of music love the little cutscene. it's
1: um if not exactly it's certainly reminiscent of the old opponent's theme right
2: it's yeah um i i don't know if like i think when they're back at the stables obviously it's a one like a one-to-one without some extra instrumentation i think the, the tune they play maybe they just play like the additional harmony bit or the 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 new section to the great fairies Mm. um but yeah it's it's definitely on that vibe but uh the great fairy pops out and she tells you like that a woman who looked like princess zelda told her that you know the world was in ruin there's monsters everywhere the blood moons out perpetually so she hid up all scared so the um but she didn't think that the woman was the princess she was like so we don't know who's actually causing some some havoc mm. um however that's brought back the first great fairy for us which will unlock um perhaps the maybe the gifting of... needed at this point Yep, yeah, the first bit of uh, uh, gear improvement and uh, the sable trotters questling which uh do you want to talk about the one that we skipped previously
1: right because we have already met a fairy, um, the other side of the forest, basically, when we were up in the Tabantha snowfields. Correct. Um, great fairy Miha.
2: That's it, yes. Uh, so the serenade to Miha. Um, uh, and... I
1: can't remember what instrument she was with. Is she the one who wanted the drums?
2: The horn.
1: Okay, the horn, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yes, the hornist Eustace. Um, which isn't a pun, I don't
1: think. Right. Yes, but we talked briefly about this. Um, because yeah, we'd we'd obviously we'd heard her saying like, "I'm looking for. I want to hear the horn." Yes. And we, because we hadn't met the stable trotters yet. I'm wondering if there's like a horn item I can get.
2: That's right. Yes, that's correct. Um, but no, the the hornist has fallen down a ditch. So,
1: <laughs> if mm-hmm. you
2: um. I I think me and Jas both went, rather than going kind of north and looping round, we went kind of south and looped round.
1: Yeah, because he's down closer to, like, the Tabantha Great Bridge sort of area,
2: right? That's right, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, So there is a... There's the... uh, Yeah, a little ditch nearby there. You can't get out, and I think you need to... Basically make this, his wagon into a hot air balloon and float him up and at high enough out of the hole so you can then grab him with Ultra Hand and put the wagon back on the road. But it was uh, probably the most fiddly out <laughs> of any of these quests that I've
1: ever done. Of these quests specifically, yeah, for sure.
2: Just because I could not get the, the balloon to float evenly. It was kind of lopsided because of the weight of the wagon and... He was uh I think he was having a bit of a moan as he was on his trip upwards.
1: Yeah. Um I don't remember it being a huge challenge, but I do I just remember him like he's in a hole and you get him out. Yeah. I'm sure he did moan a bit.
2: I mean they all do. We've established their
1: (laughs) Yeah, 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 they're divas.
2: Yeah, that's it. Um And this also introduces the next part of the kind of next sort of um, little extra bit to these quests in that in each of the areas the wagon needs another attachment so they can make their way towards the Great Fairy um, so right there
1: they want a roof right? Cause it's correct
2: snowing. yeah so you just pretty much plonk some planks down on top of it <laughs> and uh, that's enough for them and then guide them across the snow and out pops Great Fairy number two and easy
1: obviously in gameplay terms I understand why there's like these little quests to unlock the fairy but I love in terms of like the story that Ganondorf is like I don't want him to be able to upgrade his gear let's (laughs) make the fairies hide
2: (laughs) (laughs) it was a pain in the arse though for quite a while because I I didn't do these quests until probably a bit later than I should have done Um, okay I think I just missed the start of the quest and eventually I was like, right, I'm starting to get one and two shot far more than I would mm-hmm. like. Um, mm. Let's go upgrade our gear and uh, yeah, I'm glad I did. Fair enough. I think
1: I did this one fairly early.
2: Mm.
1: And the, yeah, once I did this exactly as we've just done on this podcast when you do this one, you immediately go and do that other one oh i remember that
2: mm-hmm You're yeah i think i think
1: we'll look not to
2: obviously i think i pretty much did catch that last time so um So we get a little, one, you know, once we've done the Great Fairy stuff and you pop back to the Woodland Stable, there is a there's a little bit of extra lore here, um, kind of linked into the, the Goron questline. There's um, a, a lad there who talks about, uh, in fact, not just a lad, uh, it's an old lad, and he talks about um, he sent somebody up to <laughs> uh, the restaurant further up the path, um, but some of the young Gorons have been lazy and there's strange rocks, so... We're kind of getting our first little hint that, you know, something's definitely going wrong up in the going on neck of the woods, but we'll obviously get into that in a bit more detail. But you are starting to get a little bit more of... uh...
1: Yeah, with the Rito one, you can see the storm from a distance, right? And all the way back at Lookout Landing, they're telling you basically what's going on. That's it. Whereas the other three, you actually have to get kind of close before you start finding out what the regional phenomenon is.
2: Yeah. And, uh, uh, this is our
1: first hint.
2: there's also a little bit of explanation to some of the changing topography of the, of the, the, well, the, the, the region. He, one of the lads at the Woodland Stable talks about how there's a couple of paths you can take to get to the, uh, to the Goron City now. There's a path that's now accessible that's cooled, um, it's cooled lava which back in breath of the wild with the lava flow you know at full pelt mm. um due to the divine beast causing some havoc and you couldn't go up that way but there's now an no alternate path and i think that's the path that's pretty much like directly behind the stable like not going up towards the military training camp but going up and round i don't remember that being there before i remember having to go uh come past the um the foothill stable kind of further along the road mm. or have I got it the other way around
1: No I think you're right because I, I definitely left Goron really late in Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. um, also just because of like I knew I would have to like make gear to get up there
2: Yeah you've got that I suppose that that because it was obviously the, the, the flaming effect which um, you don't have on your ascent up Death Mountain that much at least this time so but that, that's going to be later on of course
1: yeah yeah because well there's basically a crossroads and it's like go right for Death Mountain go left for um, Great Hyrule Forest and we're going to go left first
2: we are but not quite there is one more thing that we can go into um, Yeah. behind the stable um, kind of around the edge of Pico Pond um, have we spoken about Colton yet? Oh, I think
1: we could have met him earlier, but we haven't really talked about him yet in this yeah, game. Yeah,
2: so this is uh, the start of a new side adventure: the hunt for bubble gems. Um, yeah. So a bit of a bookend. So the actually, first time
1: the you meet him, he's with his uh, he's with his brother from the first game, Kilton. Kilton. Yes. Um, who was the guy you would trade? Would you trade monster parts with him, or just he would you would just buy stuff from him? He's in... collected monster parts,
2: yeah. Yeah, I think so. And he, yeah, he would give you like masks and things like that, which uh, Colton fills that role in this game for trading in bubble gems. Um, yep. So, all you need to actually clear this quest is to have a bubble gem. If for some <laughs> mad reason you've missed one by this point, um, he does kind of direct you into the Pico Pond cave just behind him. Um to to kill the bubble frog within there and get one. Because uh, he couldn't do it himself because it was hopping about like crazy and uh he's just a little a little chubby guy.
1: Yep, yeah, with dreams of becoming a Satori. Yes. Which is adorable. And yep, yeah, you just feed him these big crystal things <laughs> shaped like snowflake. <laughs> Crunches <laughs> down. The
2: <laughs> sound of it. I'm. I'm just thinking that guy better have like multiple sets of false teeth because Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did he actually crunch them? I thought
0: he just kind of gulps them down like an maniac
2: You? I'm sure he had be a bit of crunching involved there. Mm.
1: They're pretty big. I don't know if he could swallow one of them whole. He would probably try. That's he would probably try. <laughs> he was asking for more.
2: Now, um, I, from this point on then, once you've, um, it gives you the Bokoblin mask, which I think you can wear to, obviously, not get attacked by Bokoblins if you're going through camps, but I don't know if it works for, if they've got like, a Moblin in there with them or what have there, you. No,
1: you, yeah, you need different masks for different monsters, so then eventually yeah. you get, like, the one that's all monsters. Yeah. Um, there is, I remember watching, so in the run-up to Tears of the Kingdom, I think I've mentioned this. I didn't really want to watch any Tears of the Kingdom videos because I didn't want any spoilers. Mm-hmm. So I was just watching a lot of Breath of the Wild stuff that I'd missed. And I found a really fun YouTube video with a fella who was doing... He had the Bokoblin mask on and then was just vibing with B- with the Bokoblins. And basically doing it like an Attenborough-style nature documentary about how they live. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I would recommend. <laughs>
2: Excellent. <laughs> Um but from this point on you can uh when you see his balloon um he'll um trade for different amounts of uh bubble gems uh monster masks and he'll give you quite rare monster parts as well um he also has an armor set which you can get which is the mystic set um which i think is this game's Version of the magic armor? Yeah, it's you take
1: mm-hmm. when you get damage you lose rupees instead of health, basically. Correct. Yeah.
2: Which has been a staple since like Ocarina. Maybe even me like to the past.
1: I think yeah, I think it's older than that. I was like, um, Satori kind of vibe to it as well, of that armor. It
2: does, yeah. Which uh is very much in tune with Colton's whole vibe where he wants to be a yeah. Satori. Um uh, he's got the little um headpiece on to give him the horns. Um I've not finished this quest, so I don't know if he gets his wish.
1: <laughs> well, we wouldn't want to tell the listeners that just yet, anyway, would we?
2: We wouldn't. Um...
1: Well, no, I've also not finished that quest. Yeah, i have not so finished that, that. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> A lot of bubble gems left to get. Yeah, but just so, on uh, the magic armor briefly, it always takes me back to there. There was one in Twilight Princess.
2: And it was in Malomar.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was talking to my friend Floody, and um, for whatever reason, he says, "Yeah, it costs like a million rupees." And then <laughs> for like for the subsequent twenty years, me and must have been making fun of him saying rupees weird. That one Rubies.
2: time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant!
1: You know how kids be. So yeah, still to this day, I think if the word rupees came up in his company, I would say rupees. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Excellent. Um. So yeah, um, Colton obviously he he takes the the balloon and goes across across the land for bu- bubble gems. Uh, Kilton says he's gonna pop off to uh. Tarrytown. So he also very
1: cutely is like, "Please take care of my brother. I know he's weird." <laughs> <laughs> he Which trying... <laughs> it's more of a like if he keeps trying to get these bubble frogs himself, he's gonna die. Please do it for him.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's also endearing coming from Kilton, who's also a bit of a with monsters and a little yeah, bigger, he's a yeah. bit of a, a freakazoid as well. But uh, you know, <laughs> bless. Him. Um, Do you want to talk about the tier now?
1: I think we should just leave the tier till we're on our way to the Gerudo at this point. Right, fair enough.
2: Actually, we've got like, we're
1: got still only at like 48, so we could.
2: It's up to you. I mean, we could but finish off by talking about the... the
1: road is that the right one?
0: Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: On the map. Do you want to talk about the tier or do you want to talk about the military training camp?
2: Mm. I suppose it depends on which way we actually end up. Mm.
1: I mean, the military training camp is on the it's... way to then finishing the episode of the Lost Woods, right? So
2: Yeah, and the Lost Woods, is a lot there. Yeah. Yeah, but we're
1: heading north. Oh on yeah, that's list. definitely the next episode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: What what is that tier? Tier three.
1: Um, Minoru's council. I mean, it's the intro of Minoru, but
2: oh yeah, that's probably a bit of chat about her, right? Because we've not been. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and they also talk about draconification. They also talk about. Um zelda having powers and yeah okay that's a lot of chat so yeah let's leave it that's okay that's more than probably 10 minutes worth right so may as well do military training camping
1: yeah ugly
2: so yeah beyond a few other npcs to chat to at the uh the woodland stable there's not a huge amount there left for us to talk about just now so before we go up to Goron City, it probably makes sense for us to check in with our our old pal, the Great Deku Tree. Um, you'd imagine a wise sort like that to have some info on what's going on. So we should probably head up towards that neck of the boots literally um passing by there there's the and we would have been there pretty much literally just there when we did the great fairy Quest earlier on is the uh, military training camp which i always found to be an interesting location across both this and Tears of the kingdom mm. um because i don't know if there was a shrine here in breath of the wild but it always felt like an area that feels more interesting than it actually is or looks more interesting than it actually is rather
1: Yeah, it's all smashed in, flooded with mud. Like, you have to do a bit of platforming and gliding to make your way around it, full of monsters. But, like, if you actually do it, the reward are some, like, pretty mediocre treasure chests.
2: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Ah, okay, there was a tower here in Breath of the Wild.
1: Ah, right, yeah, 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 there we go.
2: Yep. So it was more interesting in that game, this game... Mm. Yeah, not a lot. Of yeah,
0: if
1: anything, that yeah. was one like of the more, more like,
0: from this area or being in this area
1: like for that long, like just like lose interest. You mean you I'm, I'm pretty sure I now? came here and cleared out the monsters, but you weren't yeah. interested
2: in a soldier's bow or five arrows or an opal. <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> Fifty
1: rupees. So, so no, from me, dog. <laughs> um.
2: Curious, they they do use this in um Age of Calamity. Um you know it's not a location you visit as such, but um in Hyrule Warriors and I think all pretty much modern Mordic Warriors games, you can bring your other characters up to the level of your highest level character by spending currency. And mm. in the lower or in context they do that at the military training camp and that's the facility you access to mm. spend your rupees to Bring um Bring Hestu up to the same level as the others because <laughs> I never used to That
1: makes sense. And yeah, I mean Just... it's, it's literally the military training camp, so of course. Yes.
2: Uh, but yes, we'll uh, we'll finish this off at the Lost Woods, shall we? Yes. Yeah, so... this episode there.
1: Perhaps you'll remember Entering the lost woods in Breath of the Wild and having to um, follow the torches to get through the mist, because if you go off path, you get teleported back to the start. And uh, arrived here in Tears of the Kingdom, uh, walked into the mist, and there is no direction you can go that does not teleport you back to the start.
2: Yes, I, uh, I really thought I was missing something.
1: <laughs> ah, interesting. I immediately knew exactly what to do.
2: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah,
1: okay. That, this this is one of those moments where it's just like, oh, I get it. It clicked for me.
2: What I... <laughs> well, I
1: mean, it, it was one of two things, right? And it's one of I... the two big things that Tears of the Kingdom uh, has.
2: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it seems obvious now. Me... <laughs> I, I pulled out uh, a Zona device i have not spoken about, but the, the little um, like the torch, the light, <laughs> mm. and I picked it up and like tried to shine it through like the dark to see <laughs> if that was illuminating like a secret path or something. Nope, nothing. Just I, I was like, what am I missing here? I can't get my head around this. And then later on, it it clicked. So yeah. No. But I think we well, we'll speak speaking. It clicked
1: for you, listener. <laughs> We're going to leave you on a cliffhanger. <laughs> <No>, oh, I will! <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, yes, um, join us for that next time where we uh, make our way into the Great Hyrule Forest properly and uh, find out what's going on with the Koroks and the Great Deku Tree. Maybe get involved in some shrine quests while we're there. Ah, I appreciate that reference.
1: Antimo. What what was the noise you just made when I said cliffhanger? Me? Yeah, you were like oh <laughs> 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 just like noises, a, I don't
0: know. A, a
2: noise it? of flabbergaster and, and whimsy. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs>
2: if you would like to hear more flabbergaster and whimsy, where can
1: we find it, Luke? Um, well, they can go to patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius, where they'll find links to all the podcasts we create, including this one, which uh, they can then find on Twitter at Hyrule Field Pod. or also on Facebook, YouTube. I never remember to ep- upload the podcasts onto Facebook or YouTube. Um, if you're one of those weirdos who likes listening to their podcasts on YouTube and you're annoyed that I'm not doing it, let me know and maybe I'll start uploading them again. Uh, but yeah, please do get in touch Let us know your thoughts and feelings about various areas of this game And uh, if you want to support the podcast by throwing us a dollar a month You'll get to hear episodes as soon as we're done editing uh, yeah. But nothing's behind that pay rule If you want to just keep listening for free, go right ahead I only really mention the link because it's where you can find Just a nice list of all the podcasts we do Yeah, Maybe I should do um... one of those link trees So I'm not always shouting out the Patreon and sounding greedy
2: i suppose but it's uh like you said nothing's behind a paywall it's only if you want to support yeah. us um and whilst you'll probably be too late to get your thoughts in about the Grey hyrule forest if you want to talk about the kind of goron area in general because that's what we're we'll moving on to afterwards um please let us know um
1: but also like if you want to talk about an area we've already discussed because we missed too. something or you have a different opinion then always we'll we'll happily read it out yeah in an episode exactly.
2: We are uh, gagging for engagement.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just not enough to actually spend any time on social media trying to curry it, because no thanks. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but i tell you what I'm gagging for. I'm gagging for some sage words of advice from our main man. <laughs> I
1: knew that was coming.
0: <laughs> uh, this week, I'm just going to like keep it like unrelated but simple and suggest people go by and play Ghost Trick, Fatinum Detectives, because it's... One of the best story games ever. Very good message advice. Message
1: approved. And thank I'm you. I'm Sissel, and I approve this message.
2: <laughs> Thanks for listening.
1: cheerio Zapao.
0: Hang on, and you will see. <laughs> I can't. Oh, go on. up in the hallway?
2: <laughs> stay really silent, and then I can see the edit point. Did you say something?
1: Yeah, I said stay really silent, and then I can see the edit point. <laughs> <Okay>.
2: <laughs> I will. We could just whisper it to each other and make very small bits on the waveform. I'm just gonna touch your hair Welcome to the Hyrule Irof- Field Report. ASMR section. Adventures. In swords. Oh, and you're here, dear listener. Did that give you the tingles?
1: Sorry about that? I'm back. Tingle, tingle, kooloolimpa. Ah.
2: <laughs> hope you didn't hear any of that <laughs> I the
1: tingle tingle cool olympia
0: that's,
1: that's
2: fine, that's all you need to hear I was just being a total creepazoid <laughs>